Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time, but fuck all that, it's Christmas! Merry Christmas, everybody! God bless us, everyone! Happy holidays, burn a yuletide log, and punch a discount Santa. Hang up your Festivus pole and air your grievances. Yes! Uh, do whatever the fuck Kwanzaa's about. <laughs> yeah, I think all I remember from Blue's Clues is that it has a purple cup. Yeah. There's like a purple cup involved. I remember Magenta. I think Magenta was there. I can't remember. Whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, the holiday spin season. Spin a dreidel. Yeah, yeah. Spin a dreidel. Uh, what else is, uh, uh, see some ghosts. Watch Scrooged. Uh, Saturnalia. Yeah, yeah. Get it? Saturnalia expression. <laughs> yeah. You know, burn an effigy to the Dark Lord for Yule? Are you talking about Sam Hain? No, 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 no. I know him. He's, that's, that's, you know, other dark mystic magics being done. And, you know, we thought about, since it is Christmas, and it, it, if you're listening to the day's release, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You don't this have anything the, else going on. That you're listening to this in the great British tradition. The great British tradition of a Christmas episode. Gather yeah. round, everybody. Gather, thinking, gather round your headset. And listen in. <laughs> yeah, you might be thinking, "Oh, well, what the? What are they going to be doing? Uh, oh, is, is it, it? Is it Scrooged? Is it A Christmas Carol? Is it Die Hard? Oh no, no, it's no! Not, it's not, not about that. Those things. It's we not decided once it's not Santa nope. Claus. No, we, we decided to go just off the beaten path. We decided a Serbian film. Yeah. Nothing brings the Christmas tradition together quite like a Serbian film. Yep. It has the 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 air of. Now we watched Howard the Duck. <laughs> we watched Howard the Duck. It'd always be better if we watched a Serbian film. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, it would not. No, all of it's bad. All of this is bad. Uh, yeah, we watched Howard the Duck for Christmas. The nineteen eighty six, uh, I believe, Christmas I, classic. I, Christmas classic. Uh, Called cult classic, because uh, apparently this has acquired some. I can see it acquiring some sort of kitschy following. Yeah, I can. Uh, well, I can definitely see people, maybe even in the right. I don't. Well, this doesn't even have a right demographic. But if you're young enough, you can appreciate kind of the silliness. Like it. it there's probably I, like an uh, age group in between like thirteen and sixteen that's like this is right up my weird alley. No, I just don't. I yeah, that's one of my big problems with the movie is I don't know who the fuck this is for. Nobody. This people. isn't for anybody. <laughs> no, it's not. It's um, it has a distinction. So the reason we decided to do it is that it's the first Marvel movie. Yep. If we're not uh, counting serials or anything like that, this is the first theatrical major Marvel release. Yay! Yeah, yeah. And it did so well that they didn't have another major theatrical Marvel release till X-Men? I was about to say. Blade? Yeah, I, I think Blade. Blade. It'd be Blade, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess where does Dolph Lundgren Punisher well, no, fit? No, because we could argue the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie. That didn't have a major theatrical release. I mean, <laughs> let's be fair here. I would prefer that over this. But yeah, mm. yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, there might I'm, be something else. Who the fuck like, knows? Dolph Lundgren Punisher might be it, but that like, might be I, it. yeah, but, but that's, that's also barely. Just, that's barely a Punisher. That doesn't even. 
like whenever we watch a Punisher bunch of Punisher movies, we're probably not even going to cover that one because it's irrelevant to the Punisher. It's irrelevant to the Punisher and horribly out of print. Yeah. We really want to. We we're would. trying. We totally would. We just can't <laughs> find a copy. We uh, can't. And, and if we can't find a copy, you guys can't find a fucking copy. And I remember watching it on, I think, like the Sci-Fi Channel or TV Land. Like when they mm-hmm. had those big superhero block things, you know, when they show the Incredible Hulk and all that. Yeah. I think I saw it then on one of those channels years ago. Like years ago. Because he does, like Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, doesn't wear the skull get up. He just has black hair and kills people. He's like the Terminator. Yeah, which is just, like, I don't know how you fuck this up. The Punisher is one of the few Marvel characters that I'm like, it it, it fucking writes itself. Pretty man. much. It's really simple. You just need a shirt with a skull on it and a lot of guns. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that uh, some other time. Today we have the 1986 Howard the Duck. Uh Written and directed, uh, I Willard don't know how you Hewick. Put... Hewick, okay. Yep, Hewick, with, it was written along with his wife, Gloria Katz. And some people who are big Lucasfilm nerds might know them because they did a lot of script doctoring for things like... Uh, well, they he did they... Temple of Doom. Huh? Yeah, Temple of Doom, that's it, yeah. And, yeah, they did a lot of... I think Gloria Katz, she passed away in 2018, I think. He's still alive. Uh, she did a lot of script doctoring work around hollywood so that yeah. was her gig he did a, he did a lot of collaborations with george lucas george lucas is involved in this movie it's mm-hmm. weird that this is our first george lucas yeah, i know go figure right of all the ones we've decided to do we decided to start with howard the fucking duck mm-hmm. might as well just rip the band-aid off while we can it just just and somehow i don't even think i don't even think this will be the worst thing we talk about with oh, george lucas no problem well eh. i don't know I genuinely I don't, don't know. This is, uh, uh, yeah, I don't like it. No, this sucks. This is, <laughs> <laughs> in the great holiday tradition, we're watching a film that's ass. Oh, this is, uh, this is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this isn't good. This is good in no way. I, uh... No, I can't even find very many good things to say about it. I mean, the I no, I will save some good things. I, I will okay, say I the, was, the I was, puppetry involved with Howard the Duck is very, very good. Yes, I will actually say that I <laughs> do like Howard's design, and some of the jokes I think are really solid, especially the visual gags when we get there. Uh, and the cast does an admirable job. And I except actually, Tim Robbins. See. Tim, Tim Robbins, Robbins is Tim, fucking insufferable in this movie. He's insufferable and coked out of his mind, but I don't know. I found him weirdly enjoyable along with Jeffrey. Je- Leah Thompson is the real star, though. She carries. I'm surprised she didn't break her fucking back carrying this goddamn duck. This movie depends on you being a lecherous pervert towards Leah Thompson. Yes, it <laughs> hopes you really want to fuck Leah Thompson. Which, um, to be fair, you're not wrong. It's, you know, um, but... <laughs> it's 1986. It's 19... Thompson. Yeah, I mean, she's just she was just Marty's mom and wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers or but, having you know... sex with a duck <laughs> or attempted sex, attempting attempted to sex. copulate with a duck, <laughs> attempted duck sex. That's the title right there. Oh, That's yeah. Christ- that... That's Christmas. <laughs> Christmas classic. <laughs> <laughs> attempted duck sex. God, this movie is just so weird. Oh, we're not kidding. That fucking happens. Oh yeah, no, that's and a it, real. That's a totally real thing. 
And it makes me feel uncomfortable. Tremendous. So many things in this movie make me feel uncomfortable. This is like dripping with perverse just jokes and people are fucking this is like cleveland's hedonism 2 it's hedonism yeah. 3 in cleveland and how are the uh, ducks ready to party it's hollow in cleveland <laughs> <laughs> oh the, man the 120 days of cleveland <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh man uh, it's um Fox, this is fu- horrible. <laughs> it's like it puts a bad taste in my mouth. There's so many people who should have known so much better. Mm-hmm. So and, many, uh, so many people. Well, and I don't. Uh, well, because I was reading up. So apparently, the original idea was that this would have been an animated feature, but because that like, makes way more sense. Yeah, it probably would have ended up well, not with George Lucas, but it could have ended up like a Fritz the Cat kind of movie. But if I think because of a contractual. Uh, snag it had to be done in live action and somebody said that it would have caused more money to animate it than I, I don't know but apparently it was at one time supposed to be animated which would have fit way better than all this weird ducks fucking oh, and yeah I, I think we should also get into the character of Howard the Duck he was actually a very popular Marvel oh, yeah, character hugely, hugely popular he's not as popular anymore no but probably because of this it, movie <laughs> Like, 70s and 80s time, he mm-hmm. would have been a very popular comic book character. Yeah, uh, um, created by Steve Gerber. Um, and of baby fame. Yes. <laughs> he made he made comics and baby food. Nothing but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Guns and butter. Nothing yeah. but. <laughs> so, and, uh, yeah, how didn't he, like, run for mayor or something? Run for president? There was, like, a whole big, like, Howard the Duck 76 or something like that. And yeah, it was really popular. Like he he hit like red hot when he first appeared on the scene, because he was yeah. kind of an irreverent talking duck who had you know he fucked around with this broad bev and uh, and yeah in Cleveland because Cleveland's just a American punchline and mm-hmm. um birthplace yeah, of and Superman and well and uh, Cleveland rocks all right Ohio. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it also, uh, you know, he shows up every now and again. Anymore, he's just sort of a, a joke gag. character. Yeah, you know, like just anytime for they want to know. Yeah, they want to get weird in the Marvel universe. They'll bust such out as, some Howard the Duck, such as Guardians of the Galaxies in the post-credit scene, drinking with the Collector. Mm-hmm. And, and that was a surprise for many of us because it's Howard the goddamn Duck, and this movie he, happened. He's in the final fight of Endgame. Yeah, you have to look for him, but he's there. He's there. He's doing it. Um, yeah, Howard is. Uh, well, I mean, he's he's all kinds of things. He's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, a he has quack foo. He's a. Yeah, he's got quack foo. He's got. Uh, are we talking about comics or in the movie? In comics, he is quack foo. He is quack and, foo. Uh, Isn't he like? He's not a detective, is he? He doesn't become no. like a detective or something. He's kind of champ. He just kind of hangs out. That's kind of his deal, isn't it? He just kind of hangs out and has weird adventures. Like, the last thing I remember reading of Howard the Duck was when, like, Civil War was happening in 2006, 2007. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I should register with the, you know, get this hassle off my back. And for whatever reason, he eventually just, like, it turned out he didn't have to register because he's an anthropomorphic duck. 
Yeah, it's it doesn't have superpowers. Yeah, so, so it's like fuck it, <laughs> or a secret and identity, and he doesn't, and he doesn't fight, fight crime. crime. <laughs> yeah, he has so. enemies. He has a rogues get like Doctor Bong is one of his enemies, strangely, because he's obsessed with Bev, as apparently fucking everybody in Cleveland is obsessed with Bev. Hey, she's part of a hit band. No, no, she's not. <laughs> they have two songs, three by the end, don't they? Oh yeah. No way to conceal it. Nope. So yeah, that's that's Howard the Duck. You now know everything you need to know about Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. We're ripping this Band-Aid off, and we're starting right now in space. Well, and, and I guess it is technically space. It's the Howard's apartment. Howard lives in a shitty, kind of it's, shitty. It's, uh, it's okay. I mean, it's a. Uh, it feels this movie has a weird opening tone too, because you go, you fly through space, you open on water, you're looking at New Duck City or what is it? New New Quack City. Yeah. New, uh, yeah, New Quack City is uh, where Duck Wesley Snipes sells duck drugs. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the movie i want to fucking see I watch that. oh man uh but uh yeah this movie opens almost like a noir it has like a jazz tone it's very dark you're looking around howard howard's apartment he's it's full of movie posters and some of them made me laugh like uh my little chickadee and the uh splash dance uh, yeah and joke. it has like a it has an Indiana Jones mm-hmm. uh, reference slash joke in there. Uh, you also see that like Howard was in a band. He, uh, you can see that he has martial arts mm-hmm. background. You can see the pictures there, pictures of his family, and like he kind of walks in and he's all obscured in shadow and everything. Uh, what I found was interesting is I was like, what's the tone for Howard? Because he's is he supposed to be like some sort of schlubby loser? Yeah, I don't know. Because it doesn't seem like, like he's a. Sh- it seems like he's just. I don't. He's you don't fine. even get. Re- yeah, he just has. He has a pretty decent apartment. And, he know, has he just a pretty. Sits down, smokes a cigar. He smokes a cigar. He opens up Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Just they have Budweiser in the Duck universe. And, well, you know they have everything that we do, but for ducks. Like they mm-hmm. have like for they have a they have jock itch. Yeah, they have powder for crotch rot. <laughs> yeah, and he goes TV. through all of the different TV ads and stuff, and uh, yeah, like all the different duck themed uh, amusements. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also like turns on his answering machine though, and like it's like like some duck chick is like, oh Howard, I want you to bang me. Like, it's... <laughs> it's and true. I'm like. Like so, is is Howard a loser? Because he doesn't sound like does, a loser. He does sound because like he because he goes home and he just like drinks and he's just like, oh well, better go open up my Duck Playboy. <laughs> yeah, better watch, better read Play Duck. He only yeah. reads it for the articles. For the articles, and he smokes a cigar, and drinks a beer, but like, like so, are you just some schlubby loser? Well, he <laughs> just explains later in the movie to Bev. He's like, I had, I had big dreams and high hopes. I was gonna be on every billboard across town, and then I became what is it, an advertising dude, a copywriter? Yeah, he, yeah, he works in like, Adver- yeah, yeah, something like adver- that. Yeah, so he, he works. He, at- I guess he just has a job that he hates, and he's supposed. But he, we don't get that essentially. He just kind of, it's weird. It's a weird opening. Yeah, and. Like, yeah, he just sits and like, ah, oh, better sadly drink my Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Smoke my cigar and, and read my porn. And that 
that's a much deeper voice than Howard has. But yeah, um, and suddenly there's an earthquake and all of uh, everything goes helter skelter as his lazy boy chair flings through the various areas mm-hmm. in the apartment, uh, including all of the different other areas. And one chick who's bathing and you see some duck tits, a woo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's not the first DuckTales reference we'll make. Nope. Uh, and he flies out into space and we get to see that the whole planet was shaped like a fucking egg. Because <laughs> of course it is. It has because, two moons. Yeah, that's some Star Trek shit. I know. It's like, it's just a planet full of anthropomorphic ducks. Yeah. It's on the fucking egg. Ow. A fucking course. And he flies out. Um, that's where we get our... Our uh, our title. Well, we get our title, and he lands in Cleveland. Yeah, he lands in Cleveland. Yeah, They're... and then gets accosted by just one of the many roving gangs of assholes that live in yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, they're just like, hey, check this guy out. We're gonna take him to the club. And yeah. like hands him off to like Egon. It's a new date. Yeah, yeah, it's a new date because the guy looks like Egon. <laughs> yeah. So they throw Howard at him, and then Howard and just. Then... And then he gets thrown out by the club bouncer, like, we don't put kids in here. And this is all just this weird fucking sequence where then he's, like, dodging in this weird area where everyone mm-hmm. speaks duck English. And he uh, gets uh, a biker game called Satan's Sluts, who all look like <laughs> members of Motley Crue, mm-hmm. uh, pick him up. And, like, yeah, he has to dodge the bikes, and then he just decides to hide in a barrel. Mm-hmm. While uh, 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 some 80s rock plays yep. with Bev well, and the Cherry Bev Bombs. And, yeah, Bev and her band is playing while Howard's just, you know, getting accosted from all sides because he's an anthropomorphic duck in a non-anthropomorphic duck world. This, I just assume this is, I don't know, I wasn't alive in 1986, but I assume this is what 1986 was like. Probably uh, in just, Cleveland. Especially Cleveland. Yeah, Specifically I, I think Cleveland. I, I think Cleveland's what Cleveland's like, like this now. Today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland's still the same. It hasn't changed. It's, 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 it's Satan's sluts are still is. roving around. You can still go to Hot Tub Fever and fuck around. Cleveland's yeah, what the great. fuck was up with that? I don't know. I really don't know. This weird... We're, we're skipping ahead, but there's this weird fucking Hot sex tub club. brothel that Howard gets a job at. It's not a brothel either, because it seems like it's just like a couple's place a ca- where you a can casual, fuck in a the... casual fuck spot. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, hey, you want to spice it up and bang in the weird, creepy hot tubs? Yeah, with the, be full with of the owner who's jizz. like just perspiring buckets and wearing. He looks like Max Katie, but fatter. <laughs> We're skipping ahead. We'll we get are. to that. We'll get to him. But oh. yeah, so uh, it's a duck out of water story. Mm-hmm. I wrote as uh, uh, you know Howard is is just sitting in his barrel, and um, he, but um, Bev, who's uh, Leah Thompson, who's our 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 lead actress here, uh, is after the show she's walking down an alley, and uh, weird rapists, yeah, appear. Yeah, I I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand. We're five minutes in. No, we're uh, like ten minutes in. We're ten, yeah. We're, we're the, ten minutes in. The duck in. tits were at the five minute mark. Yeah, the, the, we we peaked at duck tits. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I want that on a shirt. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, there are full blown actual like areolas. So Yeah, no, it's 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 actual duck tits. Yeah, I, we're not kidding. No, <laughs> no. Everything that we are going to describe to you happened on film. We witnessed mm-hmm. it, along with everybody else in 1986, and then we all said no. No, no one else in 1986. <laughs> this was a fucking bomb. It Everyone... made $38 million. Yeah, on like a $36 million budget. Yeah, on a, on a $37 million budget. Yeah, that's, uh, that's bad. <laughs> that's real bad, but it still means... People paid thirty-eight million dollars to see it. No, Co- yeah, I guess collectively, and then we <laughs> paid. I paid four dollars to I see it. I did too. So I'm the asshole here. <laughs> Someone's getting that fucking Howard the Duck money, and it ain't me. No, it's probably um, a Thompson. So those, those, uh, yeah, these creepy, like. I guess they call them punks, but they're not really punks. They're no, just... they're just like, I don't know, because they're like wearing makeup and weird fucking, not biker clothes, but biker they're clothes. They're weird, like weird, uh, kind of like Duran Duran yeah, meets like... BDSM outfits. Yeah. They're like, like leather they're daddies a, they're, they're that are all... hungry like the wolf. Yeah, they're an alternative rock duo that wants Leah Thompson's spot on stage. And... They're new wave rapists. There you go. <laughs> they're prog rock rapists. <laughs> No, hey, prog rock's way more respectable than that. That's true. They'd be, they'd be sitting and listening to headphones. They don't go out. People who like prog rock don't go out and have friends. They just sit and listen to it on their headphones. That's a good point. Listening to Yes. These are Flock of Seagulls fans right here. <laughs> and uh, they, they are like, oh, we loved your band. Like, can we get an autograph? You can sign my shirt. And they get all handsy. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, this uh, awakens Howard from his barrel slumber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the sounds of attempted sexual assault rose the duck to action. <laughs> and he, he performs his quack foo. Yes, he is a ninth level quack foo. Then uh, he does shitty martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, I'm going to ask the question, who is this movie for? Well, the the like, international legions of Howard the Duck faithful, Devin. Like if if, because it's you know you'd think it might be for kids. It's it's not for kids. No, it's absolutely not for kids. And it's not particularly funny enough to be for adults. No. Um. So I mean, even like let's just assume that it was out there living its best life and it fired on all cylinders and it was actual quality. Who would this actually be for? What do you mean by that? I don't even understand. Like, like, like. I mean, I, ideally, like, who is the market? Who is the who is the, who are they like them? Fuck it. Them. I, I don't know the the guy the people that read Robert Crumb comics. Uh, Both of them. No, it's more than that. But it's like, you know, like I feel like if it like it like like I said, Fritz the Cat is probably the best parallel for what this movie should have been to me. For people who don't know, Fritz the Cat was a Robert Crumb uh, comic that Ralph Bakshi made into a really infamous X-rated animated movie in like 1976 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And really hardcore, really subversive, also not very good and doesn't have that much of a plot, but more successful. (laughs) And I think it would have, if it, like you said, fired on all cylinders was what it should have been. This probably still would have been a flop, but a cult classic. 
something that really became a cult like fritz the cat the movie is a cult classic for people that like that kind of weird subversive animation of that like you know you know what i'm saying yeah so that's who i think it would be for that you know something for everybody i guess i don't know but uh yeah they at, the, at this point, Howard uh, drives off the would-be new wave rapists. Mm-hmm. They, they ran. They ran so far away. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get, uh, yeah, this is weird. He's like, uh, oh yeah, they talk about it like, oh, are you on the muck? Like the the <laughs> drug. Like I was like, what kind of drug is this? <laughs> it's one of those Cleveland drugs. It's yeah, like it's... it's like Jankum, but worse. It's uh, yeah. What it's it's like the drops, or uh, crocodile. Yeah, yeah. But worse. It's just like it's just like it's worse than crocodile. Muck turns you into a duck. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like oh, I'm like, and then uh, Bev and Howard meet, and Howard is an unlikable asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, for most of this movie. Most of it. All of it. Uh, <laughs> the entire yeah. thing. He's just a... Okay. I will say, in his particular predicament, he's kind of justified in being a bit of a prick. But, even by the end of it, I don't like Howard. I don't like Howard in the slightest. I was but rooting he's... for the Cajun people to fucking slice his fucking head off. But he, but he plays guitar. And well, he has his own song. Him. Oh, fucking yay. <laughs> It's a banger. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> pop hit. It's a sensation. Yeah, and so it's it starts to rain. Like she's like, "Oh, do you got a place to stay?" And it starts to rain, and mm-hmm. it, it's all like a would they or won't they? And it's like you know, and of course they are. That's another thing I kind of hate. Is this just a big narrative dead end? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bev gets weirdly attached to Howard very quickly. Very, very fast. Like, yeah. And I get it. He's kind of it, like that would be it would make more sense for her to care so quick if he was, I don't know, not like a scared animal almost, but like a bit more sympathetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the fact that he is just a prick <laughs> all is. throughout the movie. He's a duck billed prick. He is just a complete asshole yeah all the time um yeah so they go uh to bev's apartment and she's um yeah she's like oh it's kind of a dump it is a fucking palatial apartment yeah considering yeah it is a massive studio apartment that uh probably costs about five dollars because it's cleveland. It is cleveland up top <laughs> fuck you cleveland <laughs> fucking got him <laughs> You urban blight motherfucker. <laughs> With your transgressive new wave rapists. <laughs> I like the spit. <laughs> I spit on your city. And you're, at the time, kind of racist baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Uh and your shitty football team. We fucking got him. <laughs> Years before LeBron James saved it with single-handedly saving their economy. Anyway, enough dunking on Cleveland, which is more fun than this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun. Hey! <laughs> um, 
so she's like, oh, do you want anything? Water or anything? They're like, oh, do you got a beer? And of course, everyone drinks Budweiser. It's the official beer of this terrible movie. <laughs> of Cleveland. Yeah, the official Budweiser. The official <laughs> beer of Cleveland. The official Budweiser of Cleveland. It's just on tap and all the, all the water. Yeah, we replaced the water with Budweiser. Budweiser. It explains so much about the city. <laughs> I mean, it's just as drinkable as the water. You're in Cleveland, regularly. Yeah. 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 So uh, he's like, oh, the drinks are so much bigger here. And um, still Budweiser. Uh, and he has like this weird PTSD like kind of thing. I was like, oh, he flashes back. It's, I don't like it. But yeah, he talks about how much like, oh, I was an ad exec, but I had dreams. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody mm-hmm. instead of a duck, which is what I am now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. Um, and so they... I want to say bond, but they don't. They just kind of talk at each just, other. They just kind of, yeah, they just kind of have a conversation. Then Howard falls asleep, and she rifle th- rifles through rifles his through his shit, looks <laughs> for loot. Yeah. Well, if, I, I mean, honestly, I would because this is an extraordinary circumstance. You're with a talking, functioning duck who says he's from another world called Duck World, and so it's Ooh. like, oh, he's got like, and he's got uh, pictures of his family, like him with ladies duck cash. And, yeah, and. Uh, credit cards and uh a duck condom a duck condom for his corkscrew penis and And, (laughs) she's like oh howard it's like what bitch you ruffled through his shit (laughs) yeah oh howard (laughs) also what do you mean oh howard he's he's practicing safe responsible uh sexual activity there's nothing wrong with that he said he's he said he's 28 yeah get off his fucking back (laughs) he's just a dude yeah of course, it's like not in a rapper or anything. It'd be kind of gross <laughs> yeah. for actual. It's like not even like a like not even like a duck Trojan or whatever. I don't yeah. even Trojan duck. <laughs> Trojan duck. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> brought down that city. That Trojan duck. <laughs> it's barbed for your pleasure or whatever. Oh Jesus! It's uh, sea salt and vinegar flavored. Yeah. But no, it's just like out in the open, you know, the same way that nobody carries condoms in their mm. wallet. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she's like, oh, you scamp. Basically like, oh, <laughs> how? like, like, bitch, you just met. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We, I also didn't mention there was a musical number that played where they're like talking about like new friends meeting up. And it's like going over like <laughs> what was playing before they did. Do you remember that? It was Maybe, like, yeah. Yeah, it was like, like Howard's like, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna see it. Yeah, <laughs> everybody needs a friend. You need a friend. New friends yeah. meeting up. <laughs> it was like some Randy Newman bullshit, uh, and it's just like going over what was just happening in the plot, which is apparently one of her songs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we got to take some. We got to take Howard to somebody who can explain what the fuck Howard is, even though he's perfectly capable of explaining what the fuck he is. He can tell you and has been for. Oh, this also might yeah, give him at least some credence again for being an asshole because nobody is actually listening to him. Yeah, and uh, I am a perfectly functioning duck citizen of a perfectly functioning duck society. Yeah, so and you're all treating me like I'm some sort of like ten year old. 
Yeah, I mean, he was in his three-piece duck suit yeah. and everything. So, yeah, uh, he changes clothes. Thankfully, uh, Bev just had toddler's clothes around to, to dress Howard and yeah. puts him in a bag and takes him to the museum. Mm-hmm. As you do. And they have a bag and a cab, and there's like, and she starts dragging the bag, and Howard's like, yeah, people are just looking out, like, what the fuck's up with this lady? Mm-hmm. Like, what is she dragging along? It's talking. And yeah. Yeah, she eventually gets into this museum, a natural history, whatever the fuck it is, and bangs on a door, and she's like, Blumbert! Blumbert! And then a coked out Tim Robbins opens the door. And he's the into wor- the movie and the worst part of it. I absolutely hate every scene that Tim Robbins is in yeah. in this movie. He's a bit much. He is like way over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if that's like a directing. It has to be a directing thing because I know Tim Robbins can act. Yes, he is a very good actor. Um, and I think this is also like his first big movie part, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's before it's- like. Bull Durham would be mm-hmm. the first thing I remember, but yeah, yeah, like so this is really early Tim Robbins, so I can forgive it. He's not, he's pretty unbearable most of the time, but he serves a purpose. Yeah, his purpose and is, is to... he is he in a relationship with Bev or one of the? No, she he's in the relationship with one of the bandmates. Okay, to Bev. that's what I thought. Okay, because there yeah when he shows up later and plucks Howard's ass. He's like, no sex right now. <laughs> no time for love. I need to get feathers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh he's in a really I think with the the bassist or whatever. Like one of the, not the drum not the drummer, but like one of the other cherry mm. bombs. Uh I could tell you their names, but you don't care and I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The rest of Josie and the fucking pussycats can wait. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he goes through um, all kinds of insufferable dialogue, including like the, you know, like me, Tarzan, you, Jane kind of de- like mm-hmm. talking really slow and like, yeah, he's he's fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. Just the absolute fucking worst. Um, yeah, and I, I wrote it down. Phil is a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's just. Uh, at all times, it's like, oh, we got to do this. And like, and being very, like, over the top, mm-hmm. gumming the scenery uh, to an excessive degree. Uh, but he speculates that Howard is from a world where instead of apes revolving into man, ducks evolved into man yeah. instead. And Howard's which, like, no shit, Sherlock. Everybody knows this. Uh, yeah, school ducks know this. It's, uh, yeah. Again, no one's grasping that this is, I come from a world just like here, except with ducks. Yeah, like, and no one, yeah, people are just talking at Howard, and he's trying to explain to them, like, yeah, no, like, seriously, this is, yeah, I know. Like, yeah. But how did I get here? This is not helping me with this problem, yeah. Which it takes up so much of the movie. It is a narrative dead end. This whole like, thing is a narrative dead end, but that specifically is like a deader than dead end. That's like, huh. Yeah. So Howard's just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking strike it out on my own and figure out how to get back. And then some school children ask him to take a picture and he fucking terrifies them because mm-hmm. he's sick of uh, dancing like a duck monkey or whatever. <laughs> and 
He's just like, you know what? I don't need you, Bev. I'm going to go get a job on my own. And and they fight, and he leaves. And Bev looks honestly, like, really upset yeah. for a man that or duck that she just met, like, yesterday, 12 hours ago. Well, he did save her from New Wave Cleveland rapists, so. It, New Wave Cleveland rapists. <laughs> that will not be the title of today's episode. No, that will work. <laughs> That's, uh, I think that gives the wrong impression. <laughs> That's not a good Christmas episode. <laughs> Christmas! Christmas! So, uh, Howard goes to the, the Cleveland Unemployment Agency, which is fucking booming because it's Cleveland Cause up it's top! Cle- oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cleveland! <laughs> fucking got him with your destroyed fucking economy and your homeless people. Take Fuck that. you! Woo! <sighs> anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, do you, do you feel that, Cleveland? Do you feel how burned you just are? Your river caught on fire once. Sucks to be Cleveland. Yeah, anyway. He meets a sassy uh, unemployment agent who's just like, I know you. You're one of those weirdos that don't want to get a job. Well, I'm gonna get you a job, and you're gonna like mm-hmm. it. And like, really sassy. Yeah, like a real abrasive. Again, also, and you think you can just collect uh, whatever checks without getting off your goddamn duck ass? You're gonna get a job. Like again, not acknowledging that this is everybody in Cleveland is suddenly just okay that there's a walk and talk and duck around, which is again Cleveland, so nobody gives a shit. Cleveland, but business as usual. usual. There were new wave rapists. <laughs> new wave rapists. Did you see those fucking weirdos? Satan's like sluts, and they have a Cajun sushi place. Cleveland's fucking weird. Okay, Cleveland makes so, no sense. So Howard, even though you have no social security number, or we can't even prove that you're or, a United States yeah, citizen, or even identi- ID of any type. Well, he might. And no, he has duck. He has ID. duck he has IDs. A duck driver's yeah, like so sure. Maybe the numbers match up. Um, yeah, maybe he just took the social security number of someone else, uh, like in Coneheads, and everyone's just kind of cool with it. It's it's exactly like it's, Coneheads. It's just like it's, Coneheads. Yeah, just Coneheads like. Too. Yeah, it doesn't work here either. Um, but. Yeah, so the only job that they can get for Howard is to be a towel boy at a fuck shack. <laughs> that I want on a t-shirt. Towel boy at a fuck shack. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's what I... You know, Howard goes and like... Yeah, it's uh, has Hot to... Tub Fever, the local Cleveland hotspot for all your fucking needs. Yeah, it's uh, you know, if all you people want to get hepatitis in a in a new fresh aquatic setting, it's not fresh. Have I got? No, it's not. Uh, yeah, so he goes and hands out fresh towels to all the the couples who are way more attractive than I would imagine that a fuck shack <laughs> <in> Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland j- jacuzzi fuck shed would uh, warrant. Yeah, I know. And everybody's like just this like pl- running around, just like. It, again, like hedonism three in Cleveland at the <laughs> fucking <laughs> hot cl- hot uh, hot it's tub not, fever. 
And, like, I love the idea that this place is so above board that it just takes from the unemployment agency. Yeah. Like, yeah, we need a new tailboy. We boy. need a new water expert. That's what he calls Howard. You're supposed... His boss, his Max Katie fat Jabba the Hutt sweating boss, is like, you're supposed to be the water expert, so do your job, and throws Howard in a jacuzzi, which is nasty. <laughs> And yeah, well, it's probably swimming with hepatitis <laughs> and jizz. <laughs> Mostly jizz. And, and coke and AIDS. <laughs> just every every flavor that Cleveland has to offer is in that water. And every every amount of decadence and STD <laughs> is swimming in that primordial soup. A <laughs> <laughs> fucking mutated satyr should have fucking just risen and... Uh, Howard is reborn <laughs> with also just, oh, baptized in the waters, waters of Cleveland. Horrible, horrible, decadent fucking and the funk of fifty thousand years. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, he thro- like he throws his boss like a mud pit like he's Baron Harkonnen, and yeah, like a like. I don't know if that was just backed up from all of the fucking jizz or what. <laughs> the mud. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's like this muck. I think it was supposed think, to be one of the hot tubs. I thought tubs. it was supposed to be like a mud bath type thing. Oh, God, that's even worse. Yeah, well, it's all worse. This whole, this is a, <laughs> this is a spot that would fucking make uh, the Marquis de Sade blush. I mean, this is, this, uh, is, this is not a... This is hell on earth, yeah, man. This is a this, night, is a this is a nightmare shed of fucking horrifying uh, sexual activity. So yeah, um, he quits his job as a, and, and then decides to just go back to Bev. Basically, well, what else is he gonna do? That's true. I, yeah. Oh yeah. He throws the boss in the goop shoot. Is what I put it as. <laughs> in the goop shoot. It's a goop shoot. shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Best of friends forever. So, uh, yeah, we have another sad musical number. And I was like, oh my God, is this going to be like a musical? Or is this going to have like to relay this shitty plot? This this becomes for a very brief moment the meandering duck movie. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. Bev also says that her manager. They all hate the manager, but they have signed this binding contract where he takes all of their money. I don't know what else Bev does. Music. Besides, yeah, she, well, I do like the bar location. It has, like, this chain link fence in mm-hmm. front of it, and it makes it look like that's this pretty fucking metal bar. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, And I think they, like didn't this... they, again, I'm not a fucking historian on this shit. I think that was actually a thing for bands and, like, kind of because you see that in a lot of like the older movies when they go to like a cd kind of club or anything and they're supposed to be a band performing and they're behind a chain link fence i've seen yeah, it i would i've seen it in other movies of like the period so maybe that was a i could see it though fucking drunk ratty crowd throwing beer bottles at the fucking band especially in cleveland yeah. oh yeah i'm sure they would throw all of their not budweiser because mm-hmm. they would be the unofficial beers of cleveland <laughs> yeah. Um, so Howard was like, oh, that's Bev's song. That's Bev's music. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And she, uh, he, he goes into the bar and finds the manager and the bar owners are in cahoots with screwing over this band. Yeah. It's like, here's the money. Are you going to give them to the girls? I bet not. <laughs> He's got a shitty earring and 
fucking. And it's uh, it's one of the one of them is one of the uh, uh, the Koopa brothers from the, the Mario Brothers movie. There's a movie. lot of uh, people who would later be people in this movie. I noticed. Well, it's also one of the guy that that same guy is the guy from Ferris Bueller that takes the car on a joyride. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew Ferrari. I recognized him from a few other things. It's the guy with the long hair, right, and the goatee. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's in all kinds yeah, of. Yeah, he's one of those that guy actors of the period. He's so much of a that guy actor. I don't remember his name. Like many of those same that guy actors. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but Howard's like, you gotta. Uh, get the girls out of the contract and give me the money. And so be shaking down this manager. Mm-hmm. And so they do the old West trope of sliding him down the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see that the bartender uh, was uh, Thomas Dolby in this scene. And uh, that's the guy that uh, she blinded me with science. Oh, really? <laughs> well, there you go. So that, there you, there's your fun fact of the day. Yeah, I noticed, again, and, like I said, a lot of that guy. Like, uh, Richard McGonagall plays one of the cops. People who aren't, like, if you've played Uncharted, Sully. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the scientists is David Palmer, Palmer uh, who's in a bunch of... A lot of people that I'm like, oh, my God, it's that guy, and it's that guy. There's a lot of that in this. The, well, the yeah, the sushi chef is... Is one mm-hmm. of those that guy actors. Uh, so yeah, the Howard fights back and uh, pins the guy's uh, earring. It looks like he's about to ice yeah, stab him in the face. Yeah, which is really intense for how much money they're probably fighting mm-hmm. over. Um, but uh, has him sign over control of the band to Howard. Mm-hmm. Um. And give him the money. So then Howard just walks backstage. and Because uh, everyone's like, I don't know what happened. They didn't like our two songs that we keep playing all the time. Uh, it's like, oh, well. And as as they're changing, Howard just comes in and gives him the money and relays the news. And then Tim Robbins comes back. Oh, my God. Yeah, Tim Robbins shows back up with the pizza and Budweiser, of course. <clears throat> the official it's, beer it's, of Cleveland. They just gave it to him with the pizza. Uh <laughs> And uh, he's like, Howard, I got a theory. Let me pluck your ass. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so he does. Uh... With significant protest. Like, he holds him down. Oh, yeah. Basically. Oh, it's, it's great indignity to get your ass plucked by a human Tim Robbins. And uh, oh, here's my... <laughs> by even an inhuman Tim <laughs> well, Robbins. He's so coked out, he's practically inhuman. But uh, here's my... Why did they need the... Why did they need the feather... Because they wanted to match it up with the feather that they found from earlier to see if it was a, a match. Okay, where where'd the other feather come from? Fuck divino, dude. <laughs> okay, good. Because I was real confused. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, but yeah, yeah. Tim Robbins, uh, the madness of uh, Phil Blumbert is very palpable every time you see him because he seems like he's losing it all throughout this. Movie. He is. He is like five seconds away from a complete fucking yeah, mental collapse. Just like the neurological infrastructure cannot handle the fact that there is a talking duck in Cleveland. And even though he is a completely insufferable idiot, he manages to be dating one of the people. Yeah. Uh, no sex now. I have one theories. of the. Yeah, and like 
Yeah, she seems like wildly attracted to him, and I'm like, I don't know, does he like make money or is he rich? Because he's not rich; he's a student. Yeah. He does like the cleaning. He might be like fucking Bill Hader. Yeah, I don't know, or like uh, what's his name, the Taco Bell guy, Mister Taco Bell, with <laughs> with, the, with the tattoos, and Kim Kardashian. Kanye West? No, no, not Kanye. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's that. Uh, Pete fuck Davidson. It. Someone's got a f- Pete Davidson. Okay, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. That shows how much I know about fucking current celebrity news. And Taco Bell. Oh no shit! I haven't eaten Taco Bell <laughs> in like twenty years. Uh, Taco Bell's. It's fine. No, it's not. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, if it generally it's cheap enough, and that's what makes it okay. No. <laughs> it's just like here's this here's this smorgasbord of subpar food of what we think is meat. It could be. It could be sawdust. <laughs> it could, be. could be people. <laughs> it's flavored sawdust. <laughs> no, people's too expensive. You get Not rats. Complete one. Um... Fucking up top. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so. Fucking got you, Cleveland. Take that, you fuck. And um, <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> no, fuck you, Cleveland. You get coal. <laughs> Nothing but coal. So what um, happens next? Is so, this when the Howard and no, uh, she takes well because Howard doesn't have a place to live. So Bev takes him back and he starts playing piano and he goes, you know, he was gonna be a rock star and he had all these ambitions and uh bev is wearing uh pretty comfortable with howard i guess because she's, she's just in her underwear basically pretty basically much. yeah she's in like a like a robe panties and just like a like not like a half shirt. i don't know clothes <laughs> <laughs> she was, i just know fine wearing, dining and breathing word oh fuck what's the word uh garments that's it yeah, yeah garment <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's like it's like you know, like a like a half shirt with like the the straps. Looks like she wants yeah. to bang that duck, is what she's wearing. Yeah, she that's is a, just in that, her underpants. That's a duck banging and, outfit. And and she like crawls up onto the bed. And he's like, though I have been getting more acquainted with the mammalian physiology, and. And I'm just like, I don't, you, you can't. No, please stop. I, you, you can't go this please, far. <laughs> please. Spare. Please, please stop. Some, someone said Jeffrey Jones to stop this madness. <laughs> I, need, I need an adult. <laughs> adult. adult. <laughs> two. Two adults. Three. We need three adults. <laughs> no, no. It gets even more uncomfortable because she's kind of into it. And they sleep on the same bed. And then she's just like, oh, I've come here and like howard does not want this <laughs> no. he totally is just like nope i'm scared please this stop please do not touch him. and she just keeps going oh, yeah. and so i'm like is she about to sexually assault You're the goddamn duck? right she is <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't, like, oh, no, she didn't I'm go just through all the work for slipping on those barely clothes for nothing and then the fucking scientists <laughs> yes. show up tim robbins was just like Hey, your door was open, so we just decided to sit here and watch you bang. 
That's <laughs> what's like, the thing. They look up and Jeffrey Jones, some other dude, and Tim Robbins are just staring down at them with a mix of confused disgust. It's like confused arousal. <laughs> I think this is okay. I'm not sure, but I can't look away. <laughs> they're like, is it okay that we just marched into this lady's yes, apartment? Yes, it is very okay have... because you stopped what was yes, about please, to happen. Please stop this uncomfortable scene. <laughs> please, whatever you do. And like, yeah, this is, it's it, it was this other scene. That's where I wrote like, who is this for? Like, as we're like some sort of sex weirdo that wants to watch Lee Thompson fuck a duck? Soup filiacs, I guess. Uh... Like, someone wrote this. I know who wrote this. He directed this. <laughs> well, him and his, yeah, his wife wrote it with him. And, and they and they, they agreed. A, they looked, and then George Lucas was like, yeah, that's totally fine. I'll sign off on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like yeah. this scene where yeah. uh, Leah Thompson tries to sexually assault the duck. <laughs> <laughs> No means quack. So uh, yeah, I can pretty much do whatever I want uh, as far as movies go. Yeah, so I'm uh, pretty much tight in the cinema. I can whatever I touch turns to gold. And that's not wrong. <laughs> like if you look at everything that George Lucas had done up yeah, to this he point, pretty much his box office gold. <clears throat> Except for this. This is, yeah, this stuff. That shit this right is a, in a hurry. This is a black hole from which nothing can escape. <sighs> anyway. Scientists had summoned him because they were trying to. I don't really. It's it's kind of nebulous. They're trying to well, basically measure I, something. I don't, I don't know exactly what the whole purpose of their original experiment was, but basically, Jeffrey Jones as Doctor Walton Jennings is here to be the adult in the room to be like Howard. We can send you back. We just gotta fire your ass back through that laser back to Duck World, and all this nonsense can end. And Howard's like, "That sounds goody to me, motherfucker." Yeah, and, like, it's a whole scene where it's just like, well, Bev, you're, like, the only thing that makes it really hard for me to stay. And I'm like, you've known each other for two days. Arguably. In total. Yeah. One day when he first got there and then left, and it's been X number of however long. And then you worked at a fuck shed. <laughs> you worked in a fuck shed for a sleazy Max Katie, <laughs> and then you got thrown out, and you saw Leah Thompson, and then she tried to hold you down and pluck you. Yeah, and she's the reason that you want to stay. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess you got, I guess you got this band of of uh, like, butt rockers that you can <laughs> manage. I mean, it is kind of butt rock. What does that even mean? Uh, it's like a generic, like uh, just not general, very good rock. Just, like sounds yeah. like rock, but not really rock. No, I mean it is. It's just like just sort of not good okay i don't know i don't i don't really know how to define it <laughs> but rocks like porn you know it when you okay, see it good. i can live with that um but yeah they're like oh we got to try to send howard back mm -hmm. um because yeah and howard wants to wants to leave and now our movie can actually fucking yeah, start finally, we're at the <laughs> we're finally here <laughs> act two we're at the we're at the halfway point after going through all of these weird dead after, ends. I honestly and... think a full hour of nonsense. Yes. Yeah. We still have. And this movie's not that long. Not that long. This felt like an eternity. This movie is an hour it... and 50 minutes. Yeah, I know. 
<sighs> yeah. So, uh, this it all goes fucking sideways yeah. as the for some reason and uh, the, like the telescope blows up. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why. So even though I don't know why, well, I know why. Like they put it in wrong. Like yeah. they, then they summon the Dark Lord of Space, yeah, the Dark Overlord, the Dark Overlord uh-huh. from the Nexus of Somnios. Yes, him. Mm-hmm. That guy. And uh, yeah, there's not know, just him. one Dark Overlord; they're all Dark Overlords. So uh, then the cops show up in a remarkably fast time for Cleveland. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> got him again, They did. They never fucking see it coming, do you, Cleveland? <laughs> no, you're too drunk on Budweiser. You dumb sons of bitches with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Anyway, so uh, and the detective from CSI yeah, shows Paul up. Yeah, Paul Gilfoyle's there with hair. Yeah, like which is weird. really weird because he there's an, he's in L.A. Confidential for like a minute as Mickey Cohen, and he has the same haircut that he has in CSI. And so it's just even yeah. more jarring because, like, he has, like, long... He has, like, flowing yeah. locks. It's like, that does not look right for you, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's not even, like, it doesn't match the hair color. It's just, like, it, yeah, it's like this... It looks like he's wearing a wig. Kind of, yeah. Um, and they have no idea what to do with Howard, and they think that he's in a suit, so they strip search him. Yep. Because we needed so. to do that. We needed to touch on police brutality in Cleveland. I mean, what else are they going to talk about with the police? Whoa, Take fucking that, got him. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> fucking got him. Uh, so they beat up a cop mm-hmm. and they get the the principal from Ferris Bueller, yep. <laughs> Jim Jeff Jones. Yep. And this is where I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> my notes kind of stop <laughs> so what let me try and uh, piece together where uh, where did you regain consciousness at <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what point in the movie did your eyes unglaze over and your brain shut back on where you're like oh it's still here <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's still happening <laughs> so when I came to they're in a diner yeah Okay, and, so you uh, missed the really so they they grab Jeff Jones right, who's uh, trying to tell them that I've been possessed by the dark. Over well, at first he's having all these convulsions and he's like, it feels like man sides. Yeah, are it's like my apart. Yeah, I got that. My insides are on yeah. fire, and they steal a yeah, truck. They steal a truck, and then they have this really, really, really long and pointless chase away from the police and through traffic, bobbing and weaving and shit. Until they nearly crash into the Cajun sushi joint. That's what happens. And then I regained my. So I said. You, mi- you missed I, like, a does... boring ass chase scene. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> yeah, and it was at this time I was like, I should try to rewind it. But my controller just stopped working, and that was a whole thing. Yeah, um, you need to get batteries. That's a whole. And, and I was like, well, I, I guess it's just a sign from God. <laughs> just, it's a Christmas it miracle. Santa Claus looked down and was like, yep, you're fine. No turning back. Uh, so, yeah, it's a Cajun sushi joint off in the side of the road. I don't understand. 
I think it's supposed to be funny. I think it's supposed to be funny, but I still don't understand. And so they decide to uh, eat, and I believe the Dark Overlord goes through his whole plan mm. at this yeah, point, basically, right? Yeah, basically. Well, basically, he finally takes, asserts control over uh, Dr. Jennings and uh, is basically, you know, yeah, tells his whole plan, and then the waitress brings fucking uh, food for him, and that's a whole deal. And eventually yeah, and what is it fucking bikers show up not bikers truckers fuck guys truckers guys who love cajun sushi uh truckers yeah truckers clearly clearly truckers from and Cleveland. yeah because I, I think there was something there like i woke up like as they were having a conversation and the truckers had already been there Oh, okay but i believe they got into a fight yes. and uh bev's like you can't kill him he's my boyfriend and they're like that's Ew. fucking weird what the fuck lady at the one moment of sense and everybody in cleveland and then uh yeah scalpel happens and then uh we'll basically try to fucking sacrifice him like sam Whitwer in the fucking uh yeah they like hold him down and like okay we gotta yeah. cut him if what's we're that one movie him. with the fog the mist the mist yeah yeah, yeah and uh this is already a place that cooked ducks. Oh, we've kind of glossed over it, but like this is a much more duck hungry population. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's Howard is seen like, oh, it's duck hunting season. Yeah. And weird, I didn't think it was duck season. I would have thought it was rabbit season. Fire! Hey! Um, <laughs> and uh, there's like duckaroni. Yeah, which is not a fucking thing. And yeah, so I, the population of Cleveland survives on nothing but ducks and Budweiser. <laughs> so it's a real bad scene for Howard. <laughs> uh, oh, it's the yeah we fucking love duck as opposed to like everywhere else where I can't really think it's probably had it like a handful of times in my entire the life. Only time we had it for what oddly a Christmas one year like probably twenty years ago yeah. we had duck and I remember not liking it. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's yeah. just not eh. worth the effort. No. Not even. I don't think so. Anyway. Um, um, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be happy to try it again after watching Howard the Duck. No, I wouldn't either. Just either. Exact my fucking yeah. revenge. <laughs> Strangle a poor mallard. Uh, uh, so, yeah, they... But uh, he's saved by the Dark Overlord because uh, he has the key card that they need because they have the key card with the coordinates... Mm. So that they could shoot the laser, because the Dark Overlord wants to shoot the laser to bring the other Dark Overlords back. Mm -hmm. that, that's yeah, it. That's pretty much that's that's, our plot. That's what he wants to do. There you go. We finally have a so, plot over an hour into this fucking movie. We have a purpose. Um, so he decides to save Howard, even though he could have just waited and taken it from the corpse, because I doubt anybody would have cared, and they would have just given him the card back. Um, I will say, though, it is fun seeing him fuck with those asshole cleveland patrons of the cajun sushi joint yeah he he shocks him and he, he brings the house down pretty much yeah uh, he, but, he saves howard i'll give him credit he saves howard and but then he uh he shocks howard mm -hmm. and it's like um well i'm gonna take bev yep. uh take the truck yep. and uh yeah, I'm going to get all these Dark Overlords back, and uh, we're going to take over your stupid planet. And Howard's like, this isn't even my stupid planet. And they're like, don't care. And, Dad, fuck it. Yep, we're going to at least take over Cleveland. And, uh, and yeah, so and, fucking uh, Howard has to fucking team up with a coked up Phil uh, Blum Bourbons. 
and mm-hmm. basically build a plane behind the Cajun Sushi Shack. Oh, no, the plane had already been there. They have to uh, fix the plane, because apparently... It takes all... People it takes just, till fucking morning. Yeah, uh, for them to fix the ultralight airplane. But before that happens, Bev is in the, the truck with the Dark Overlord, um, and he apparently needs electricity to run in his body, so the only way that he can get that is he takes his tongue, and he tongue fucks a car lighter. <laughs> yeah... He just it's true. He just like, uh, tongue punches he, that that car lighter. He gets lighter. all deep in that, and uh, yep, gets his electricity. Uh huh. Because he needs that, and then he stops at a nuclear power plant, yep. and he takes the nuclear power plant of Cleveland. And uh, there's a black. I guess there'd be a blackout of Cleveland, but who, who would knows? notice, right? <laughs> Fucking got him! Woo! This We're never gonna just... be allowed in Cleveland. You know that. Oh, good God. Oh, no. <laughs> not not that deepest of sins. Oh, no. Oh, I can never be allowed in that Cleveland. That black mark on our record. Oh, no. They'll run us out of town Fate. with their Mad just, Max bikers. I just feel like fate's going to just intertwine, and then we're just going to end up in Cleveland somehow, some way. Yeah, this, this is a smash cut to us being there. <laughs> just, like, son of a God bitch. damn it. I fucking hate Cleveland. Yeah, hot in Cleveland. So uh, yeah, they get the the ultralight uh, off the ground because they got to escape the cops because the cops want to arrest Howard because mm-hmm. he's a duck. No, he's a dangerous duck. Yeah, he's armed and dangerous, and it, uh, we have a. I'm gonna say it's kind of fun. The chase scene oh, yeah. with the ultralight. Oh the... that uh, the movie for me, I will be honest, picks up quite a bit in these last you know scenes like the the plane chase and when we get to the climax later i actually thought those were actually really well shot and actually really fun yeah and he attacks some duck hunters mm-hmm. and uh, yeah he says tora 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 as he fucking swoops down on the duck uh hunter. was there a duck pearl harbor Fuck yeah there was baby <laughs> Yeah. There had to be. There was at least a duck adaptation of Tora 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 for him to have watched. <laughs> at some point, this is, yeah, this would imply that because he, yeah, wow. All right, there um, was a duck World War Two. Yeah, and uh, duck Nazis. <laughs> oh my God, duck Hitler, duck Hitler, fucking duck Herman wow. Goring, everybody, fucking duck Stalin. Yeah. It, Duck Joseph yeah, Mengele. Joseph Quacklin. Joseph oh, <laughs> Duck Billy. And then, of course, they've herded the people in Duck Shop. <laughs> this is great. Oh, man. There's <laughs> Christmas. Like a duck FDR out there, too. Uh, Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, uh, our bad guy, the Dark Overlord, continues to look more and more like, uh, I'm going to say Dr. Wiley from Mega Man. Him and a bit like a fucked up Albert Einstein. Which is what Dr. Wiley's is supposed he? to look yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that whole like nuclear power, the Japanese just weren't cool with. I can only imagine <laughs> yeah, why. You know, probably something. Anyway... Um, yeah, so um, they get 
they all meet back up at the lab. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, he ratchet the dark overlord ratchets his Bev up. Um, Bev, by the way, is wearing an intensely short skirt, yeah. and like, yeah, this is where we get the sleaze aspect of it because it's just like, man, they're just, yeah, she's she's not wearing a lot nope. of clothes through a lot of this thing, not at all. So. Yeah, probably okay at the time, but now it's just like, I don't know. This doesn't seem... I, yeah. I mean, what it seemed like false. more, like, it, to me, it was just, like, almost like that damsel in distress being sacrificed to a dragon or something. It's just kind of what it evoked to me, you know? Yeah, and then um, they need Bev because they need to put, like, this dark overlord in a person, mm-hmm. and then it can, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. They don't explain. Gestate until it can appear because the dark over... Spoilers, uh, Jeffrey Jones gets separated from his dark overload, and we get to see it in its full glory. So I guess they need a body initially, but that doesn't doesn't make any sense because when the dark overlords are showing up, there was a shitload of them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like this movie sucks. Yeah, it's like it's not well written at all. From people who should have done way better. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, well, how are we going to, Howard and, uh, insufferable Phil show up and like, how are we going to stop him? And, um, I guess that they've created the ultimate nullifier yeah, or some sort of nebula disruptor or whatever the fuck. It only has evil applications. We keep it in this radio (laughs) lab for reasons. We keep it behind this cage link shed and, uh, yeah, they break that out. Yeah. Uh, they have a final fight with a golf cart. Yep. Uh, Howard rolls up in a golf cart and shoots the Dark Overlord, and then the real Dark Overlord shows up, and Howard kills him. I will say, okay, I genuinely really liked the Dark Overlord look, and the, the he looks that cool. was really cool. I will give that credit, and was actually kind of like, I don't know, it had that weird kind of. Uh, unsettlingness to it because it feels stop motion but also I don't know I liked it I actually really like the Dark yeah. Overlord no that's the Dark Overlord looks cool and like I said Howard looks yeah. cool as well there's a lot of things that are um, like really well mm-hmm. done like I, I like and it seems the like the sight gags at the beginning I think are excellent that kind of does goes a long way of like you see the humor and the parallels and it builds the builds the world the duck world you know, so there's there's merit in that too. You know, yeah. You know, I I just think that the the this movie should have just had a plot. Main, like this movie should have yeah, just it, had a plot. <laughs> a, a script would have been a, a better script would have been mm-hmm. nice. I mean, think of all the things Howard could have done. He could have solved a mystery or rewrite history. Mm-hmm. Some sort of ducktail. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so. Via means that uh, I don't remember. Uh, Howard does defeat the he Dark Overlord. The nebula nullifier thing at the again yeah, at the guy's face. Hmm. Um, but everyone gets to live. Howard does a death fake yep. out, and uh, the lab's destroyed. But he's now the manager of the Cherry Bombs, who are performing in much bigger venues because their old manager didn't sign him to bigger venues because he feared money and success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
He was just making um, that that sweet sweet twenty five dollars off of him from that dive bar every night. It was just too good to pass up. Twenty five dollars can buy you a whole block of Cleveland. It could buy you a whole lot of Bud. Fucking got him! <laughs> got him! Uh, so they play a whole song about Howard the Duck. No way to conceal uh, it. And then they, yep. And uh, then they have a guitar battle. Yeah. Bev and, and Howard. Yeah. And the crowd just fucking loves. They have a Howard-sized guitar. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is just They're feeling it. it. And then, They're just. And then Phil is also there, and he, I guess, was working the stage show. And then Howard fucks up on the stage show, and then he just goes and joins the audience, mm-hmm. even though like he has a pretty good spot. And he, fuck Whatever. it. Um, and then it just uh, we go to the end, and she's like, "You did a really good job, Ducky." And that's it. Yeah, that was uh, that was our movie. It this sucks. Is horrible. This is a piece of shit. I, <sighs> man, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, I hope your days are merry and bright. I hope if and... you're listening to this on December twenty fifth, um, don't watch Howard the Duck. Never watch Howard never, the Duck. Never, never seek it out. Don't, uh, not even as like a dare or as a lark or as like, like Batman and Robin is better than Howard the Duck on a fundamental level for me because Batman and Robin is bad. Batman and Robin is not good. But even though it is boring, even though it is tedious, there are things that are more coherent and at least somewhat more fulfilling for me in the watch than this fucking thing. Because there's no heart, there's no spectacle. It's just like it's just a sleazy, cheap duck fuck movie, and I do not like it. I'm I will be happy to never watch this again. Yeah, this was my first and probably only time watching Howard the yep. Duck. No way to conceal and, that. Uh, hey, <laughs> it is a catchy musical it is, number, like, I will, though. Okay, also, to be fair, some of their songs are also pretty solid. Like, they're catchy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and again, and I, I get credit to the cast, maybe except for Tim Robbins. Like, everybody everybody pulls their weight, you know? Uh, I just, well, it's just that I can tell. It, it just feels poorly directed. Mm-hmm. Like, it really needed a little bit more tightening in the script department i think it could have worked i think the idea isn't bad no, and, it's, and it's, i definitely think we're going to get more howard the duck point, in the yeah, future totally. and we'll see him again when we watch guardians but um yeah i think it, it's like any movie it's all on the telling right so if this had just you could have had a howard the duck wandering around cleveland until he figures out how to get back home movie that was better and more consistent uh, I just think that they chose the, I don't want to say the lowest common denominator, but the fucking, it just, it's lazy, but also it doesn't, it just switches gears yeah. in a dumb way. Yeah. It feels like it's, it feels like it's like adapting a few issues of the comic book and tying them all together. Cause I don't even know if this has any parallels in the comics. Cause I never read that many Howard the Duck comics, but, uh, I, I could also see, like, you know, maybe instead of the Dark Overlord, maybe there's just no way for Howard to come back yeah. home. And maybe he just goes and does a bunch more silly odd jobs. Yeah. 
and it's him and Bev trying to it stake it out, and that yeah, would work. Could, we you don't... could do a whole comedy that way too, you know. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be. You know, it's nice that it has actions and these moments, like the plane sequence and the the fight with the dark overlord. But I, I think this would have totally worked better as just kind of a straight comedy. Because it's not funny. Yeah. No. No, it's not. It's not a funny movie. Uh, it's not. It's not great. No. I can't no. Uh, can't recommend it to anyone. Anyone, ever, for any reason. No. I wouldn't. I'd actively avoid trying to recommend this to people. Yeah. That's Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, everybody. Except for you, Cleveland. You know yeah, what you Cleveland, did. Cleveland, you guys don't get Christmas. You get coal. Fucking got him. It's coal land now. Ha. Yeah, take that, you fucking duck-hating bastards. So, uh, yeah, so we're reaching the end of the year. So I believe our schedule here, um, such as it is, uh, here in a couple of days, if everything goes according to plan, we have, we'll have finish out Star Trek. We're going to do Star Trek VI. Mm-hmm. Um, then on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, if all if goes well. Goes correctly. If, if, as, as planned, we're doing the first annual the rankies. rankies. We're going to rank all of the different uh, movies that we watch. We're going to come up with different categories. And we're just kind of going to just yeah, kind of do overview. an overview. Yeah, an overview of the year. Well, overview of our episodes throughout the throughout of season yes, one. There yeah, we go. that's a good way to put it. And uh, yeah, I, I, it just sounds fun to kind of look back on. You know what? What we enjoyed, what we definitely did not enjoy, over some of our, you know, highlights, I guess. Yeah, high and low lights. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're gonna have a mini thing. We're gonna do both Power Rangers yep. movies. So Power Rangers the movie and Power Rangers the fucking also confusing. Movie? And uh, on Friday the thirteenth, we're gonna start Friday the thirteenth part one, mm-hmm. just as a special. So that's kind of the overview. Now, so if you want to watch ahead, yeah, do we want to? You, you said it's special, the a special, like you sh- we should probably maybe explain the Friday, the, like, we're not going to watch all the Friday the 13th in sequence, like, well, we're going to watch them in, well, order, in order every, every Friday, Friday the, 13th. the 13th. That's what I mean, like, we're not, yeah. we're not yeah. starting Friday the 13th as our next big, uh, no, that's just a one off because there's, let's be honest, they're kind of samey, yeah, and, and I uh, don't, not, not a huge fan. So, <laughs> but I kind of want to do yeah. it. So here so we are. We're just gonna have special Friday the Thirteenth episodes. Yeah, we're, we'll pepper more in maybe as as we see fit. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the the plan. And then we'll as we get past Power Rangers, we'll announce the next bigger project. Yep. But uh, yeah, have a Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. everybody. Have a happy you... New Year! If you don't listen to the Rankies, which you goddamn better. Uh, <laughs> and even if you don't, you're still yeah, allowed. You're totally fine. Have a happy holiday. Have a merry Christmas. Enjoy, enjoy gifts and family and snow if you got it. Snow if you don't got it. Enjoy it. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you um, next mm-hmm. time. So thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. And have Peace. a good one. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.